Welcome back to Keeping It Real. I'm your host, Ed Smith, and in this episode, I was joined by Tiago, and we discussed his uh, religious journey, the pain he's gone through in terms of school, and how we could reform our school in the future. Tune in and enjoy. I have often dreamed of a far-off place Where a hero's welcome would be waiting for me Where the clouds will cheer when they see my face And a voice keeps saying This is where I'm meant to be so, It's a lot different now. Yes. You know, like, uh, so for me it was different. Uh, in Brazil, in the classes we did, uh, the docs in Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and then we had to, like, uh, save our thing and then get into a Google, into a pen drive, go to a printer, print it, and then give to the teachers. It was like very straightforward. And when I came to the US and then the laptop, it had like Google Docs, Google. <laughs> and everything's Google. online, no more hard copies. Everything was like, wow. And I was like, yo, wow, <laughs> this is so innovative. Yo, look, a Google Classroom. <laughs> Honestly, you might have just come over when that like changed though. It might not have just been Brazil and like the difference in Brazil and uh, US. It might have been like, they were doing the same thing at the same time, you know? Yeah. They just switched over. <laughs> But yeah, man, you been working a lot? Oh, not, not a lot. You know, like I work from 10 to, I work from 10 to 2 and then like I am free. Of course, like I do like receiving mails and answering mails from the tea, from the professors. Sorry, can I clarify? For you those listening, Tiago uh, tutors for Framingham State now online for some online high school courses and he's been doing that all summer. Continue. Yes, so like, it is not, not more teachers, it is professors, because now it is college, and mm -hmm. they are all like doctors and stuff, and I was like, wow, I, I am talking with a doctor, and then like, it is funny because like, the other students, they are from like, uh, freshman, sophomore year, they are doing the program to receive college credit, and as um, intern, I am also receiving the college credit, but like, instead of like being the student, I am the assistant, which is like crazy. <laughs> so do you have to, do kids, they like schedule private meetings with you to get tutored and stuff like that? Uh, well, we don't, uh, sometimes we have a meeting like on Fridays, but like, it is not like with the students, it is with the coaches, which is like the people responsible for, for us. You know the professors are there like teaching for the students and I and we are there to help the teachers to the, sorry the professors to teach the students and we are there like to help the professors to like talk with the students we are like the younger version and then we are just like <laughs> we are there like to like be a more friendly, friendly yeah, yeah. face to the students that's awesome and you're really enjoying that? I am loving it. You know, like, uh, through this course, I am learning anthropology, something that I did not learn in high school. I, will, I am learning anthropology, which is the study of fossils, of, uh, so, like, of cultures. It is, like, crazy. I am also learning education, in which is, like, what you take in college to become a, pro a teacher, 
which is like also like insane. I did a video which is on YouTube. It is me teaching about the seven forms of lightsaber duel. <laughs> That's awesome. If you if you are like if you are like interested, you can look 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 up later. It is called the seven the seven forms of lightsaber duel by me. <laughs> so you you obviously like teaching, huh? Well, you know, like I. I don't think I have patience to teach. Really? You know, like, uh, so like, uh, having my own experience, like being the student and like the class, I think like I wouldn't have the patience to be a teacher. I would like rather be the guy, uh, the guy active on the job, you know, like I am studying computer science. I will, I want to become a, uh, software developer, but maybe, maybe. (laughs) In my fifties, I I go for a degree in education and become a and then teacher. Teach everything you've learned in the work field. That's yes. awesome. But like, but like, that is like, uh, like very, very far, far away. Ahead. You don't gotta worry about that. I, I just want to be the active guy. <laughs> That's awesome. So you you're going to school for computer science? Yes, I am. And you you're trying to, were you trying to code websites and stuff like that, or are you trying to make a whole new? Uh, so, so like, uh, what I'm going to do, uh, so what I want to do is like to work specifically for like computers, you know, like I do the coding to like activate the computer because like everyone knows that computers are run, are run by binary code, you know, like the zeros and ones. And then we have like the, those programming, programming, uh, code, which is, which is Java, the C++, which we learned in computer science. And like, I just like found a passion in doing it. So like, I would like to do, to program computers. That's and awesome. maybe, you know, like, I, I like to work on computers. I don't know if I would like to work like making websites, yeah, making yeah. apps, video games. No, I will like work on the computer. physical, actual functioning computer, not the internet aspect yes. of it. But uh, you're looking skinny, bro. You've been working out? Oh, yes, I am. You know, like I have dropped like 30, 30 Jesus. pounds. It looks like it. <laughs> you know, like I have been, so like I was working out on the gym, but then the gym closed out because of the pandemic. So what I did, I was jogging, jogging like four or five days a week. Jeez. And I, I also started to eat healthy, you know, like I dropped off the fast food McDonald's. Nice. It was a sacrifice. That's but like uh, All for the better. All for the better. You know, like I had been sleeping better. I had been uh, eating better, exercising. So like... You're feeling better. You, you're smiling all the time. Like you weren't always... You know, he's like this and it's awesome, bro. Yes, you know, like, it was like such a huge change. Well, you know, like, people can say that the pandemic is is being, like, uh, sad and, like, everyone's, like, separated. But, like, I think the pandemic gave me more good than bad. I think it's given a lot of people more good than bad. It's given them time to sit with themselves and figure some things out and really just ask themselves what's going on, you know? What are we really doing here? Yes. And it's awesome. So me and you on the car right here are talking about religion a little bit, and you've gravitated towards IC. So get into that a little bit. How how that start? How did you get into that church? So uh, Immaculate Church. Uh, so 
When, I, when we first came to the United States, we were looking for a church because my parents are like extremely religious. So they wanted to find a church and we found Immaculate. They were giving like uh, Portuguese masses because they don't, speak, they don't speak English. So they wanted a Portuguese one. So we started to go there. And like, I was like uh, just going because my parents were, sometimes I did not even go. But then like, it happened to me that during sophomore, junior year, I was like feeling sadder and sadder because like all the workload of the school and everything, it started to like uh, hold me, like it was like a huge uh, load on my back. So I started to feel sad and like, at one point I was depressed, like questioning what I was doing and everything. I did not want to go out with people. You know, in, the, in that time, uh, Infinity War was released on the movies and people were calling me to go watch with them and I, I wasn't because like I was yeah. like, I, was, I wanted to like be alone. So, uh, but then my my brother he received the first communion he is like three years older than me so no not older <laughs> younger <laughs> he well, he is like three years younger than me and he received the first communion and as family we have to watch because we are family <laughs> we are together 100 percent. but then like when i was like uh watching him receive the first communion uh it hit me like uh do uh so religion fulfilled the fulfilled the hollow that was in me you know like what uh you know sitting there hearing what the priest what the priest was saying which which was father father adriano do you know father adriano no i don't no. so father adriano he was like giving his uh he was like talk, talking oh wait actually i i have heard of him i went to on Juneteenth, I went to the Black Lives Matter, um, like, ceremony, and he was, he gave a prayer there. It was awesome. Well, so, like, you'll see it. You know, like, he's, like, a different type of, of father, you know, like, he, he, he follows the rules of the, of the church, but he's, he also, like, has a lot of things in common, like, he likes Lord of the Rings, and like he's a human being he is he's a not human just a being. priest <laughs> so like uh i i was like enlightened by what he was saying on the church and like on the uh, on my first on my brother's first communion and it just hit me like religion is what it is what was like uh uh missing on my life and then like i just became then from that moment on i started to follow religion i became I decided to be Christian, Catholic, and so far my life is going much better after this decision. That's awesome. Even so that I had been studying all the senior year during, you know, like while we were studying, I was also studying for, uh, on the church and I will be confirmed September 19th, which is like uh, a huge thing for me, for my family, you know, like. My mom received and she said that like she felt so much better. My father also received. So like I can't wait to receive it too. That's awesome. <laughs> Have you been baptized in a church in Brazil or anything? Oh, I was, you know, like when I was born, uh, we were, I was baptized in a church in, in a beach. 
I was baptized in the beach. That's awesome. <laughs> Which was like, it was like, uh, I don't remember the feeling, but my my friends say that it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Have you received your first communion then? Oh, yes, I also received, but like... Was that in America? It was here, it was in Brazil I, when I received my first communion. Interesting. It, so like, but then like, uh, I was only doing that because my parents wanted me to wanted me to do. So I just did. It wasn't through your own your own decision yet. It, even so, that like I found uh, learning about the Bible and everything too easy. Like, I I found it too easy. Like, what do you mean too easy? You know, like, what do I mean too easy? It is not like the things that don't have answer and only faith can uh. answer, but like. The more practical stuff, like the stories, the passages, you know, like the teacher, the people who were teaching, teaching about the Bible, they made questions that the other students sometimes did not know how to answer. And that was like too easy. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I knew the answers, especially because my parents, like they worried about my education and like mm -hmm. they made we, me watch a lot of religious movies. You know, like, Prince of the Egypt is one of the best animated <laughs> movies that I have ever watched. Mo mo you know, like, music, plot, uh, uh, art style, everything is beautiful about that movie. That's awesome. And uh, even now that I became, like, full Christian Catholic, I find that movie 1,000 times more beautiful. Really? Yes. Uh, so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's awesome that you really found yourself through the church. Like, what, so you said it was your brother's first communion that got you, but like, do you remember a specific moment where you're like, wow, this feels like he's speaking to me, and like, wow, this is yeah. really making me feel... You, you know before, before we received the communion where the priest, he, he goes and he talks, he like, ta talks, I think it is homily? Oh. I wouldn't know. Oh, I know in Portuguese it is homilia. Oh, so we, which is like after we have this second this second reading he goes and he starts to talk you know like to clarify what was written on the first two readings and put it he puts it in like a real world situation correct? yes yeah I so, remember yes that exactly so uh, when he was talking he was talking about how like the 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 communion is is the feeding of the soul, you know, like we need the communion to feed our souls. Otherwise, when we don't have this, uh, we don't have this feeding, uh, our souls get in demand of this and they start to, they start to feel uh, hungry. They feel uh, angry and, f and this causes depression, sadness. It was at this moment that I felt like he's talking to me. That's interesting. And then I I stayed after and I confessed to him that I was distant from the church all this time. He was probably so happy to have that conversation. Yes, because like after that I just like became a different person in relation when relating to religion. It's interesting that you said it feeds the soul because I remember when I went to a Christian church when before he hands it to you he says the body of Christ and the idea of God is that he is love so it's like feeding love to your soul in a sense it's yeah. very interesting and it's interesting because you said like your sadness didn't stem from other people like it came from within you know and like it felt like you're feeding your own soul your own love you know and like that's awesome that you really hit this point where you're happy again and 
it's it's pleasant to see. It really is, and I'm really proud of you for finding this way. Thank you. Oh wow. <laughs> what? Uh it is like sometimes like I uh we look back at ourselves like you know picture yourself four or five years back you know like before we we you I know, was like, five six and 185 pounds <laughs> <laughs> so like picture yourself five years ago you know like when we were starting high school you look at yourself and then like you think was I actually like that you know like because we improved so much in like in such a uh, short period of time that like we just like see ourselves and we start to to talk like did I like really worry about yeah, this yeah I really thought like that you know like sometimes I look back at when I was like supporter of communism <laughs> you know like I, I was like I walked on the school with the with the uh, communist flag and yeah. everything but like now I am just like not not so much like that and that's know? what people have to understand is people really do change like you are you right now, but you're not going to be this forever. You know, like you're still always going to be changing. And yes. it's important that people, people lost that concept. And that's why we're <laughs> in this huge confusion in the media and in our pop culture. It's crazy. Yes. There's, yeah, there's a lot about myself that I can't even believe. I would, not even, I'm glad I did it because I learned from it, you know? And there's a lot of stuff like you don't understand now why you did it, but you're going to understand eventually why you did it. And the, the, the idea of fate yes. and believing in it. And that's a, that's a big concept in what I believe now. I really believe everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. No such thing as good or bad. Everything has a reason for character development. 100%. <clears throat> but that's awesome, man. That is. You know, like, you know, like, uh, so, uh, this happened, like, recently, you know, like, last weekend, last week, uh, Unfortunately, my grandmother, she died. Oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. You know, like, but you know, like, my family is all, like, torn apart. You know, like, she died. She was, like, the union, you know, like, everyone loved her. And, like, uh, everyone loved her, loved to talk to her and everything. And then, like, she died from the COVID. Uh, she COVID. died from the COVID? She died from the COVID. Jeez. And, like... She did not even have a proper funeral, you know, like she was just, she was just like, uh, digged up and put on the, on the ground. No one was there to watch the funeral. Oh no one. So, and, and then like, uh, another thing that like, my mother, she is like very weak right uh -huh. now. That's why she did not want me to like do the podcast here at my house. Uh -huh. She is like very weak. So because of the loss and 100%. like... Is it, it's her mother? It was her mother. Yeah. Yes. I'm so sorry, Tiago. And I'm sorry you guys didn't have a proper funeral. I hope when this clears up a little bit, you'll be able to have that ceremony, though. Yeah, but you know, like, I am not, like, sad because my grandmother died. Because religion has, religion has enlightened me. And I know that my grandmother, she was a strong, a strong, but yet beautiful woman. She was... She was selfless. She was humble. She helped everyone who needed her help. She donated to people when they needed. They would take from herself to give to other people. I know that she went to to heaven. I know that. And you know someday you're going to see her again. 
and Monday I will see her again. That's awesome, man. And it's beautiful that you believe in fate and that you know that she was such a beautiful woman. And like, you see those characteristics in you, man. Like you work so hard and you're so humble and you care for others. Like she definitely was a big role model in your life. She was. And you know, like <clears throat> when I was in Brazil, uh, so one thing that was marked for me, it was like when I returned from school and I, I, I returned from school, sometimes uh, uh, after a course that I was doing, you know, like because in, we stayed after school to do like things like learn music or other stuff, I was doing for computers. So like since Brazil, I already had interest in computers. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I arrived like 3, 4 p.m. at my house and I was like, I want to visit my, my grandmother. Uh -huh. So I just like left the house and walked all the way to my grandmother. <laughs> That's awesome. She, she like lived just like a few blocks away. So I just walked to her. But like every time I went there, she was always ready. You know, like she was always like with something for me to eat or even though I wasn't going there to eat, I was just going there to visit her. That's the grandma's. That's the best part of grandma's. Yes. Always ready to feed you. And the, the worst part is that, like, she always made delicious food. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it was like, you know, and then I look at this and, like, she, she's gone now. Mm -hmm. Well, she's not gone, though. She's, she's not gone from this world, but she's still she, there. Her soul's still there and she's still going to guide you through your feet. She's going to be one of your... Your guardian angels and that's awesome man yes and it's awesome that you don't feel that sadness and you feel you feel happy that she's passed on in a sense she's ready for that next life and like that's what I try to to convince my mother you know like she's she is more religious than I am and she knows that she knows this because she knows what I'm saying but like it is the it is what she calls the uh, selfish part yeah. of, of a human, you know, like she wanted her grand her mother to stay, you know, like she did not want my grandmother to go. She wasn't ready. Yeah, she wasn't ready and she's like still suffering from this, you know, like it has been like almost it, a week already. That's not a long time. I mean, that's it's her mother. That's tough. It really is. And I, I, know. I said my prayers to her. I really hope she gets through this. And, she will though, with her fate, and if she keeps believing in what she believes in, and finds that, finds that love for herself and everything, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. I had a question um, about the computer science thing. So you said you've been interested in computers since all the way back in Brazil. Yes. What were What were you doing after school back then? So like, uh, there was like a course. It It was like a learning course where like, uh, so. I started in a school, and then there was a school next to it, so I, I moved from there, I, I, I walked from there to there, and then like, in that course we learned the basics, you know, like, how to use Word, how to use Excel, PowerPoint properly, and I also learned like other cool stuff about the computers, like, <laughs> I know how to edit videos. Yeah, that's awesome. Even so that you can see by my video in the <laughs> my video teaching about the seven forms of life. It. So you, I know to, how to do that type of uh, that type of editing. I, you know, like I learned some crazy some cool stuff, but it wasn't it wasn't anything related to coding. It was more like the basics. The basics. That's how you get your interest. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. 
and then you came to America and still had that passion. Still had that passion. That's why I decided to do computer science Java with Mr. Bischoff on my junior year because it showed up the the uh, the opportunity and I just took it. You said you know how to edit videos and all that. You, I've noticed that you love movies. You always talk about new movies. You always want to watch new movies. Do you think you'll ever get into something like creating <laughs> movies or something? Well, uh, so I had like a thought about doing it. You know, like for a time, I had like some interest in doing uh, drama. You know, like be an actor. You know. Oh, you want to be on the stage? I, you know, for a time I wanted really? to be. Really, I saw you more as like a director type. <laughs> but like, but like, uh, it would it wouldn't work out. It <laughs> wouldn't work out. So like, you know, like. I have, uh, if there was one thing that I would like to do when related to creating movies, it would be to write this story, you know, mm -hmm. like be the writer. Because like, you know, we did like, we did, sorry. You're good. I did QCC English composition in junior year and we did literature together in senior year. And those classes taught me that I love to write a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you can you, you can. Could, I could see it in your notes in AP history. You left all right. You had fifty-four pages for one assignment of homework. Yes. So, like, I like to read to write a lot. And you have a very creative mind. Even so, that like, uh, for a time I was like setting setting emails to Miss uh, Miss Arbini about like, yo, what do you what do I need? Do I need a degree in English to write a book? And she was like, No, you don't need. To. And I was like, I could write a book. What did you write about? Well, you know, like, I am a huge fan of Star Wars, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Chronicles of Narnia. But, like, what do they have in common? They are not realistic. They are not realistic books. They are fantasy, science fiction uh, books. That's what I, lo that's what I love. Uh, fantasy, science fiction, you know, like... Things that we could imagine and write good stories about it. That's awesome. Have you thought about writing any stories? Have you ever even tried? Well, you know, like, there was a time that I tried, but, you know, like, I just, like, don't have the time to do it. Yeah, it's a little tough right now. It but you'll tough. find the time if you really enjoy it. Yes, you know, like, I was... Definitely take some writing courses, and you're going to have to, but you should definitely take a little extra ones in, like, some literature courses and stuff in uh, college. Definitely, Framingham has a lot to offer. Yes, you know, like I will do Q QC QCC, and then like it is like for two years for me to get my associate degree, and then I will transfer to another college to to get my bachelor degree in computer science. So like, I I may like choose choose another college also based on English. Yeah, you got no idea what's gonna happen. I have no idea. <laughs> That's the fun of it, isn't it? Yes. That's you know, awesome. you know, like QCC is like a uh, strong, strong uh, education. You know, like what they are strong in teaching is like dental. You know, like uh, teeth. You know, like really? dentists. You know, like so, like so, like maybe I become a dentist or something. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want, man. It's your world. That's awesome. How's your brother been doing? Oh well, so he went to Esavet, and yeah. like it is like funny because what's his shop? Well, he's doing also computers. 
he was doing he was doing a uh, military because he wanted to be a soldier, a marine. Yeah. <laughs> because like he played a lot of Call of Duty zombies, <laughs> you know, Dempsey, the marine guy. Yeah, yeah. So he wanted to be the tough guy, but then like he just like changed his mind and he now wants to do computers to create video games. That's awesome. You know, like create video games. He wants to do that. While I want to do computer science to create the programming in computers, he wants to to do computer Who science. Knows? Maybe one day you'll create a new system and then he'll create the best video game on it. <laughs> you guys will be the best duo. Yes, who knows? <laughs> Anything could happen. That's awesome, man. So other than jogging, you've been doing any other, you've been doing any lifting or anything? So like, uh, so as we Massachusetts have, have been like uh, uh, acting very well in, pro in like protecting ourselves from the COVID, we have like dropped a lot, you know, like we have just a few, very few cases. We entered phase three <laughs> and with it, we, the gyms were all, are open again. Yeah. So I started to hit the gym again. That's awesome. You going to crunch? Uh, no, oh, I know Planet Fitness, right? Planet Fitness in the apex, in the apex. You know, I'm getting a little nervous about the whole COVID situation though, because um, my job requires me to go all over the state and go into all convenience stores. And this week, none of the cash or none of the cashiers had masks on. And if people were coming in without masks, they weren't saying anything either. So, I mean, I know people think it's like an insignificant thing, but it really does help. And like, it's it sucks that people are kind of taking the foot off the pedal and just just because it looks good feels like they can do whatever they want again you know yeah but i have faith in massachusetts well massachusetts is just like well very good we are like giving 10 to 0 against orlando for example mm -hmm. orlando is just a lost case yeah you know like they have florida man and everything there <laughs> <laughs> they open disney for no reason yeah, I I seen people who are going there. That's crazy. It really is crazy. <clears throat> they they're all lost in it right now, and it's funny because they were getting so much praise a couple months ago, and people <laughs> were saying like, "You guys are doing a great job opening it up. We need to listen to you." And now look at it spiked, and now they're done for. They're gonna be dealing with this until next January. Hopefully, we'll be dealing with this until January. Get a vaccine, and then it'll be kind of over around here. You know, speaking of vaccines, uh, so like. One thing that I I wanted to like do recently is to donate blood because I know that like a lot of people, uh, you know, like even with all the pandemic, there are still people who need blood. Yeah, and, like, and especially if you if you were asymptomatic, you have the antibodies and can definitely help people. So like I wanted to donate blood, but you know, like I have been like holding myself because like. It is like, oh, maybe we are not like doing because of the, to not spread the virus or anything. But like, I really wanted to donate blood. You should do it. You should find a place to do it. Yeah. Um, I was looking into it too a little bit, but my blood is the cleanest because I was smoking for a little bit there. But now that I stopped <laughs> and I, my blood's starting to clean out, I think I'll be a good contender. I don't know how it works, so I didn't want to <laughs> risk it. But, you know, like, I am, you know, like, I also not, like, the best example to donate blood. You know, like, I am fat. I was fat. No, but you're, you're fit, though. You're still <laughs> fit. That's the point. You it know, like, you know, like, people are just listening to us. But if they looked at me right now, they will notice all these stretch marks <laughs> on my arm. Look at my arm. All, like, it looks Jeez. like lining. 
Yeah, but that's awesome that you're losing all that weight. You gotta put that muscle back on now. Yes. <laughs> I remember. So, our senior year got cut short. How how did was that going? Like, what was it like going from in class every day to online? Because I I remember kind of it broke me down. It really did, and I didn't think it did, but I was I was lost. You know, like on the first days, it was like uh, so like. When, you know, like, when we started to do online classes, the requirement to do work was, like, cutting half. Like, we weren't doing as much work as we were doing when we had uh, classes in school. Like, in school, we had the class, and then we had the homework, which was a huge load. And then we had to go back to school. Do, do it all over again. Do, do all over again. It was like a, like a big cycle. Now online classes, at least for my, at least for in my case, only one or two classes had like uh, online meetings. The rest was just giving the homework and I just did it. Like, do you like it? I love it. That's awesome. It, you know, like I felt like so free. That's that awesome. I even started to jog because, you know, like, I was, like, dedicating myself, more of myself to improve my health. That's awesome. That's, a, yeah, it, this was a really a blessing in disguise. Like, that's the same exact thing. The beginning, I didn't take advantage of it. I kind of just complained about everything, but it really helped after a little bit, you know? The one class I missed was biotech, though. That class is so fun. I miss, I, you know, like, I, I, I miss... Uh, Biotech, yes, yeah. biotech. You know, like Alejandro there making all the <laughs> fun and stuff. You know, like having having all the boys there. Yeah, and uh, doing cool stuff. We were doing neat like experiments, and like I I just love that class because it was really like <laughs> that field of study is advancing so fast, and we're learning about it just as fast as it's advancing. You know, it's it's wild. You know, like, I don't know if E-period was, like, funny, but D-period was, like, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would get Miss Sawyer annoyed sometimes. She listens to the podcast. Isn't that crazy? Whoa, she's listening to us? Yo, she hi. Hello there, Miss Sawyer. How are you doing? It's, well. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But, yeah, it's crazy because biotech was kind of like the computer science of, like, the natural world, you know? Mm. We were learning about... Instead of zeros and ones, it was A's, C's, and G's. <laughs> yeah. T's. T's. Yeah, T's too. And the T's in DNA, and then what was it? The A's in mRNA. Or the U's in mRNA. Yeah, messenger RNA, transfer RNA, you know, like all the RNAs that we need to have our proteins. Yeah, we're probably butchering that a little bit. Miss is going to be upset, but hey. Yes, you know, like, but don't we, worry, we Miss Sawyer. We didn't have school for three months. We <laughs> haven't had school for thirty for three months. So, like, like, give us a break, please. <laughs> I am not, I am not even measuring in in science. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so what's oh, up? You go, you go. Like, so, like, and then, like, we also had the AP classes. You know, like, AP classes was like. I, I felt like I wasn't getting the enough, I wasn't getting enough um, learning, you know, like, I felt like unprepared for, for example, AP Calculus. For this year? Yes. For Especially this. because of online? Yes. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like, Miss Fullis is a great teacher. She was, she like, she had the patience, like, to teach the class. If you had questions, she would, like, sit and, and, like, help you. She stayed after school for, for to help us. 
<clears throat> sorry but then like after the pandemic you know when the pandemic starts we just like did not have this help you know like it was all limited on online help and it wasn't enough yeah i felt unprepared because of the pandemic mm -hmm. but like at the same time we also had the well well i had like the english and spanish ones and like well english it was like i think it was like made for me to do because like uh in my prompt for the english exam uh it was like about about a guy being different in a professor being different in his college and it just like fell for me to do it and uh i think it was like a little easy yeah Not, I, I don't say easy but it was a little i mean you got a good score on it you could say it was easy in spanish spanish uh what they did for spanish is like insane they created a whole cell phone app for us to do the exam really because they focus all the exam from like reading write reading writing uh listening and speaking to just speaking we were just speaking for the exam that's interesting were you speaking uh like a person or are you just recording it uh it was like it was like two ones uh it was two two questions the first one we were having like a conversation with another person so we were exchanging spanish with one another and the other one we had to like st uh speak about about like cultural relationships between america and another spanish-speaking country for like two minutes really it wasn't like that hard either what what come what like kills you in spanish exam is the Correo, Correo Electronico, which you have to write an email to someone. That one kills you. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, that's pretty much it. So, like... Was it, it was pretty easy, though, this year? It was easy. Spanish has always come pretty easy to you, right? Because of your Portuguese background? Yes, yes. But, you know, like, uh, I don't, dis I don't discourage, discourage people to study Spanish. Spanish is, like amazing you yeah know. i'm so impressed by people who could speak multiple languages anyone who could speak two languages is automatically smarter than majority of people <laughs> it's wild it really is and you can speak three I that's can crazy speak three. and you're certified to teach in three right yes do you teach any students who are bilingual or anything uh so yes there is like a bunch of people in the framingham university state summer program the they have like the same background as me you know like they come from other countries so they speak two languages in english and their native native language which is like basically portuguese or spanish one or or another speak like uh, uh i think swedish but really? like that's yeah. wild swedish are one, they in america now yes they are that's cool they are in framingham this this course you know this thing that i am doing is for the is for people in framingham uh-huh I am just like... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if they traveled to Framingham or if they lived here and then now we're going to Framingham. But yeah, that's yeah, awesome. You know, like they live in Framingham and they are doing for their high school in Framingham. Is it to... Why, why are they doing high school courses in summer? Well, you know, like I think it is like an opportunity that Framingham University State yeah. gave to the, to the school, to the high school. So like they just like took advantage of it. That's awesome. That really is. And it's awesome that you're helping them. Really enjoying it. You know, yeah. you know, like one of the things that like, uh, that like 
define me to to do this it's because like I stayed after school for homework club yeah <laughs> you know like every Monday Tuesday and Thursdays it would probably find me there <laughs> yeah I remember you always being in the library just it's crazy you've just always had such a passion for learning and it sucks that school like caused stress you know like you could tell you just like to learn but there was a side of school that made it so stressful you know and yes you know like it was the case of like you love it and you hate it at the same time yeah a hundred percent i wonder what do you think schools could do to to avoid the stress you know like because they put us in this template where we need to have we need to be well-rounded and we have to be perfect at everything you know we have to have yeah. all these classes that we're good at and then have to do all these extracurriculars and then after that go home and do all this homework and studying you know like it's just it's a jam-packed day and like I don't I don't know what they could there definitely needs to be some reform but I would like to hear what you think. So like <clears throat> oh sorry you're fine, you're fine you want some water? Oh no thanks. So like uh, about this uh, what I think is that like schools they follow a very like uh, traditional they follow a traditional type of of teaching which has come since its beginnings you know like. You can find this type of teaching since when the schools have come to America, you know, like they have always been like this. Uh, it gives a, <clears throat> it like forces these students to have a lot of work. They have to do a lot of things that sometimes they don't have the pleasure of doing so. And like some of the teachings, if you look at it, the best students are not uh, measured by their, by their intelligence by their by how smart they are it is about how good they are of remembering yeah you know like you know like a lot of quizzes and tests are all about oh do you remember this and that it is not about applying the knowledge applying the knowledge it is about remembering and having a good memory it's crazy because we're also in a time period where anything we need to know is at our fingertips so i think our schools that's why I really believe in STEM, and you are a part of STEM, because yeah. they're, they're using the concept of applying the knowledge, you know? We have all the information at our fingertips. We don't need to memorize it anymore. It's right on these devices. <laughs> we look it up, and now we need to learn how to apply it and work mm -hmm. together, and then build something awesome, you know? Or, or, you know, like, another thing that, like, schools could, like, do is, like, we all know that everyone is different. Everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. Yes. And so with it, uh, schools could be more like versatile in mm -hmm. this, like instead of like making everyone like do all the, you know, like the demands of like, oh, you need four years of English, four years of math, three years of, uh, oh no, sorry, two years of, <laughs> two years of like a world, uh, different language, three years of science, history. Instead of like doing that, you know, like forcing the students to study multiple classes, they focus on what they love and then yeah. like... It's just tough because high school, like, it's where everybody's trying to figure out what they love, you know? So it's it's tough for kids to know which way they want to go and like they, there, there needs to be some system where you could choose a path and flip over immediately if you, if you have an interest in something else. But like there's also this, like this concept that people like there's gonna be kids who are gonna slack off in school and that's why they have them in these regimented schedules and like that's where I've always come to a crossroad when trying to think of new ideas and stuff is like 
well, what do you do for the kid who's slacking off? Is that where you go to a tech school, you know, and like you, you do something that they want to do in life because the classroom just isn't for them, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just, we need a combination of like a tech school with what you're saying where you could just do whatever you want. And like, yes. you know, like, I'm not saying like, oh, you don't need to, to study English if you, if you want to, but you know, like, you know, like be more free, you know, like, <clears throat> You know, like, uh, when I was, like, for example, uh, studying, you know, like, I was on sociology class, you know, like, a lot of people wasn't, like, they did not, like, do that class because they wanted to. They were only doing that because it was required for them to do it. So, like, people are not, like, free to choose. Mm -hmm. They are just forced to do it. Yeah, it's tough. I think a lot of change will come in the schools, especially, I think STEAM. STEAM is a good idea. The, the concept of all these classes and working together and incorporating the arts. The arts are very important. And uh, I think I think things are looking up and I think people are realizing what's going on now isn't working because a lot of people I talk to, they gain depression and sadness, like you said, from the pressure of school. And it's, and not just it, the setup of school, the the societal expectations, it's, it's wild. Like even I felt, like victim to it too like there was years where I just hated school because I was like I just feel like I'm going in here to get it done and like get a good grade like I don't even care like I love learning about science right science I've just always loved and like history like history class and like other classes I wasn't too fond of it made me not want to go to school when I would miss out on the science because I didn't want to go to one thing you know what I'm saying and Mm -hmm. like it's, it's interesting, but it's tough because people don't know what they want to do, and but we're all just trying to figure it out, you know? Yes. <laughs> um, on these podcasts, the intro song and the closing song, I make the guest's favorite song, and I didn't oh. ask you before, but I'm curious, what's your favorite song? Well, my, you know, like, my favorite song, uh, I have, like, so many, you know, like, I love a lot of 80s songs, I love a lot of, like, uh, so, like, rock, rock and roll, uh, pop songs, pop pop music, but like my, my favorite song by far is, uh, have you ever heard of, about, of Mike, Michael Bolton? Michael Bolton, uh, um, no, I don't think, it sounds familiar, but I can't put a face to it. Uh, there's a song from, that he did for Hercules, you know, Hercules from Disney. Uh-huh. So like he did a song which is called Go the Distance, I love that song. You do? Yeah, it really resonates with you. It resonates with me. You know, like this song talks about like how like you don't care how far you have to go as long as you believe in what you are what you are going for. You don't stop. That's awesome. And that dude, like, I respect the hell out of you. Like you, you, you came here, you worked your ass off, and you just continue to work your ass off, and you you're not cocky about it, and you help each other. Like you've helped me so much in school. You know, <laughs> like there's so many times where you're still carrying this load of your own work and like this sadness that you had because this work is pushing you down and you still were picking other people up and that's awesome man it yeah. really is you know like in literature class that i was like doing all those <laughs> group works <laughs> with you <laughs> yeah the beginning of the, the beginning here we were assholes you know it was it was me and then it was steven you and then like the other two guys yeah uh, kyle and jake kyle and jake yes we are we, uh, we would just slack off but we got it done. We it, got, and then, it, even so, that Mizarbini made us change our skits. 
Uh, well, we learned from it. I wouldn't do that ever again. But I really appreciate you coming on. This is a great conversation. It was a wonderful conversation, indeed. Word. Peace out. I'll be